Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together let's show the world that mom means business. Good morning, listeners. It is Wednesday on our recording day. So that's where we are at today. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Jessica. Uh, We have quite a lineup. I'm really excited. I feel like I need to open. We always open with victories and celebrations. And I think this is really important. And if you're okay with Jamie, I really need to take the mic about this. Go, girl. And take the stage. I can't wait to hear. (laughs) So earlier this week, I had a conversation. And the the people I was talking with were just saying, like, it's just really hard to find things to celebrate. So we just don't want to do it. And I was like, well, that's not how this works. You have to figure out how to celebrate not just big things, but small things too. Wait, wait, wait. I need to know the context of this conversation. I'm like (laughs) – I'm like, I made dinner tonight. I'm winning at life. (laughs) I think, so when I do phone interviews, a lot of people are like, it's really hard to talk about yourself. Like it's really, they'll say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not really good at talking about myself. Mm. And I hear that, but that doesn't mean you just don't do it. That means that you have to practice and get better. I also think that celebrating is uh, key to... (laughs) positive mental health, right? Like if we are just coasting through life and we're never celebrating the small things and the big things, then you're just going to be on cruise control. And that can be boring. In I agree my with opinion. that. I think that's like personality based too. And I think we haven't talked about this in a while, but it's like, I'm an Enneagram type three. Jessica and I both operate off of oh, like achievement. Yes. And you know, like, I think it's easy for us to say and I don't know. It's just funny knowing like my husband is a, is an Enneagram type nine and he is very, I don't know. He's, he's a very modest and humble guy. And I love that about him, but, um, I think it's just hard for certain people to be able to do that. Yeah. So James is a nine too. I'm a one. Um, and so if you don't know about Enneagram, look it up. You can Google this. Um, go do it. (laughs) It's, I just feel that it is important for me, for my family to be able to bring these celebrations to the table. So my celebration today is that I actually read more than 10 pages of my book. And for me, that is a win and I want to celebrate it. And to some people, they're like, you read more than 10 pages. Great for you. But that is a win for me. And that's the point of this of this segment, right? The point is to take the wins, big or small, and celebrate them however you celebrate them. doesn't necessarily mean you need to like go through a party, but just like in your mind, say like, I did that. Like you were saying, like, I made dinner tonight. Win. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) I feel really, it's so funny. Like I do hard things all day. And then like, for me, dinner is the hardest thing I do all day. And when I actually, I don't cook. And when I do cook, I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I was having a freaking panic attack cooking dinner last night. I was like doing this. What did you make? Oh my God. Okay. You know, I go on these benders with, I'll be like, because the only way I can cook a meal is if I have a meal subscription. And so I'll I'll like go on these benders with meal subscriptions. They like go bad in our fridge because I never make them. So I've been doing- Jamie. I know. I just don't. I won't. I won't make. I know. I know it's painful. So my neighbor does dinnerly and I always see the box on her porch. And I was like, what is that? Send me your code. I'll try it. One. Okay. I'll say this. I like it because all of the ingredients, they don't come all like plastic packaged. Everything's just like in the box. Like you, you'll get like a potato and they, you rely a lot on the ingredients you already have. Anyways, canceled my account because I'm like, what am I doing? I kept getting boxes because I kept forgetting. And so I cancel it and a stupid box shows up on my porch yesterday. And I was like, no. Did you have to pay for it or it was oh, like yeah. free? They just, oh, no, no. I'm they sure I paid account. for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure my account was charged and I just, I, it was already in process before I canceled my account. So anyways, I'm making this recipe last night. It's like, by the way, I only buy from the quick and easy section. That's like 15 minutes. None of these recipes were from the quick and easy. So last night I'm making like this barbecue, like freaking dumpling recipe. And you have to like make the bread and you're like, you got to chill the butter and knead oh the butter. And, oh my, I was having a freaking meltdown. I was lit. Ask Kyle. I was like over there sweating bullets. I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. You would think they would like take what you've already ordered and just generate something from that. No, it was so hard, but I did it, and I was like, "Look at me, look at me go!" And it didn't go to waste. And good for me. I'm doing the most. I mean, you celebrated that. I really did. And I bet you ate that dinner, and it tasted delicious. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. But I'm like. I Never just, again. I don't need that in my life. That is a stressor that I've identified that I'm like, I don't need dinner stress. I don't. So, so what I don't is your do- other option? You uh, do we, take out. Yeah, we take out. We do a pre-made meal. This girl in um, Blacksburg, time and table plug. She's amazing if you're in Virginia. She does like all farm to table meals and she delivers to my area. So oh. we, buy, we buy like, she launches recipes every week and we like, we eat a lot of that. Nice. And our all I, of our parents live here. So we'll do like we eat out a couple oh, yeah. nights. We have dinner with my mom and dad. We have dinner with Kyle's parents. It's just That's nice. Anyways, dinner. I di- I feel like dinner is a thorn in everyone's side. I like dinner. Oh my god. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I like to eat it. I made dinner this morning. Oh my tonight. god. No. Well, it is crockpot season. I will say I I can get down with a crockpot. When we get to that water cooler section, I'm just going to talk about it right now. I, okay, I just can't. Go. Like, we did a crockpot meal yesterday, and like where my office is is next to the kitchen. I this is an unpopular opinion. I'm I'm very aware of this. I do not like crockpot meals because I do not like smelling my dinner all day what? long. What really? I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was like, I was telling James, I was like. Get this smell out of my house. I, I can't do it. What? Like it, it makes you gag or it's just like you don't want your house to smell like food or what is it? It's like I'm not even excited for dinner because I've smelled it all day. Oh my God. That's so funny. I love I can't, it. Oh no. And then and then here was the kicker yesterday. So I was like, yeah, I got a crock pot meal. We're going to have dinner. It's going to be great. And the power goes out. Oh. Yeah. 
for like five hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, I mean, I think it's still good. It was in there for five hours before the power went out. It stays hot for so long. Yeah. So anyway, we ate it. But I I was like not excited. What was it? I smelled it all day. It was like a like a taco chicken, like a shredded chicken Mm, with like salsa and stuff. Yeah. Classic. And it was medium. I'm sure it would have been better if I just like made it the night and smelled it at night when I was going to eat it. I just was like not excited. I was like, this is what we're eating. Oh, I feel that. But we didn't have another option. I get that. And you do. I I think you're like me in that you want to be excited for dinner and to like be eating something good. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's your – it's like food makes me happy. It's my reward after Really long day. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie and I talk about this a lot, but like we celebrate with dessert. Like, yes. we'll, like give me a blonde brownie. I mean, all day. Please do not skimp on the vanilla ice cream with that blonde brownie because oh, I you're love going, a blondie. Oh my gosh, you so are good. going to ruin my day. Give me two scoops. This is why I love traveling and getting together with Jessica because we always order dessert. We always like. What did we do? We got like Cracker Barrel one morning, like after, oh, yes. <laughs> and we got like you ordered all those like beignets. Like <laughs> you have to taste it, you know. You just have to like the cinnamon sugar. Oh, it's so good, so good. I could talk okay. about this all day. Okay. Me too. Me too. Okay, let's let's move on. Wait, uh, I went on a a kick about celebrations and victories, but I don't know that you actually shared one. If you have one. Okay, I have a sort. Yeah, this is. I guess this is a big one. Um, I mean, dinner to me was a big one, but I have had a thorn in the side. Well, I shouldn't speak like that. Okay, I have had a thing, an endeavor that I've been doing for a couple of years, and it has been just like I purchased this company like in I don't know a couple months ago, and or a couple years ago, and it's just been like a lot more to handle than what I thought. Anyways, mm-hmm. we're selling it, and we close today, which is like. Ooh. Yeah, Jessica runs the payroll for it, and I know she's probably pretty excited too. So, <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna be honest here, <laughs> I won't be sad to see it go. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. It's been just like a lot to handle, but oh my gosh, selling a company is a lot, so much work, and I find myself taking on like I worry about like their their operations. I'm like, do you guys, I can give you my intel. Like, are you guys good? Like, how are my people going to get paid? But that's none of my business. I will say, I remember when you purchased this company and you had such high expectations for what you thought it could be. And I think that it could have been that, but couldn't give it what it needed. Yeah, you didn't have the energy to give to it because you're doing BSG. And I think that's, that is something we should talk about on the pod, maybe on another episode, because okay. um, that is you can't spread yourself too thin. Yes, you know? we should talk about this next week because that okay. is that is a really good thing to talk about. Okay. It's like because everything seems like a good idea. Oh, I have a really good segue into that table. Okay, table it. Uh, next pod, join us next time. <laughs> join us next time. Um, okay, so it's really funny when I think about this water cooler segment. For some reason, a song always pops in my head, like like I'm walking to the water cooler, you know, and I'm like, meet me at the water cooler, meet me at the water cooler. We got a chat. We got a chat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Let's turn that into a little a little ditty. 
Isn't ditty a good word? I've it been using ditty word. for, I've been like, every time I put on like a dress, I'm like, Kyle, look at this little ditty. <laughs> what does he do? Well, I go, does he just make a face at you? He's just like, like numb to what it. what is ditty? I'm like, that's, that's <laughs> my word. new word. That's it's my new word. word. I'm yeah. using it for everything. <laughs> um, okay. I have a list and I'm very excited for this. Um, okay. First thing, I recently got some new jewelry, some new bracelets, and I love them. But you know what? I can't it wear a bracelet. 2023. Do we think that every person has another person that can help them clasp a bracelet? Mm. Can we please get a different clasp? What, Good like, point. I cannot do the bracelet clasp with one hand. Yeah. It is challenging. You're talking about, is it kind of like a necklace clasp? Yes. It's yeah, like that's a impossible on your but wrist. But on your wrist. Yeah. And why are we doing this to people? Yeah. I, I don't understand. If there is another way, please send it to me. I clearly don't know if there's another way. I mean, I know that there's different kinds of bracelets, right? But these ones that I got, I really love because – I don't know. They're like chain link, and you yeah. have to you have to clasp them like a like a necklace. I don't know what that clasp is called, but it is not friendly to yeah. doing by yourself. <laughs> I agree with that. I have a bunch of clothes like that, like dresses and stuff that I can't put on unless my husband is there to like tie them or get me situated in the back. So you just got to catch James before you uh before he, you guys part your well, ways the for thing. the day. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you put this bracelet on me? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he puts it like on the last little (laughs) link. And I'm like, really? Not not there. (laughs) Do you? Yeah. And so now he's doing it again. And he's like, is this the right place? Is this the right place? Like, listen, don't get sassy with me. You would have done it right the first time. (laughs) You need to like mark it with like a little Sharpie. Be like, clasp here. (laughs) Put a tag on it. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, that's my rant about that. Um, here is something really funny. I went to the dentist yesterday, which I hate the dentist. Like, Ugh. Oh my God. Ugh. But, uh, they know I hate the dentist. I will which... reschedule the dentist five times before I actually go. <laughs> I'm serious. I freaking hate it. I cannot. I just, the, uh, I love my dentist, like, but I don't like going anyway. So I walk in and the, they're redoing the office. They're like repainting it and they've got, they're getting new floors. And she was like, I was like, Oh, it looks so nice in here. You're just doing a revamp. And she's like, yeah, what we had was so vintage. She used that word wrong. She used the word wrong. You mean outdated? (laughs) You mean like nineties fluorescent lights drop ceiling? Like Jamie, that's what she said. She said it was so 90s. And I was thinking to myself, well, first of all, you used the word wrong. But also, is 90s vintage at this point? 100%. Okay, let's use the word correctly. I have a great example. Okay. I'm going to let you into a secret part of my life. So I can't wait. I have this really sad thing because like Kyle's mom has preserved and saved all of his amazing toys from when he was little. And like Rory plays with them. Rory has some at our house. And I just think that is so annoyingly special. And I am (laughs) mad 
that my mom didn't do that. Even like Kyle's mom has like her Barbies from like when she oh, was. Wow. Young. I know. And they're like those beautiful ones with like the. Yeah. Like ugh, amazing. Well, you actually played with Barbies the way you were supposed to play with Barbies and not like cut the hair and. Right. Well, they're. Are they cut? That's weird, Barbie. We all had like a few Barbies like that. So, um, <laughs> anyways, I've been like, why didn't my mom save like things that I love to play with? Was like those clamshell Polly Pockets, you know? Oh, yes. Which are yes. vintage. Come back. So, I've been buying them on Etsy and eBay. Okay. Let me also say this vintage. is very opposite of who you are because you're like, you know what? Like minimal, clear the area, yeah, yeah. decorate it nicely. Yes. Like very different from who you are. That's right. But I am sentimental and nostalgic. Not that I want boxes of – it's hard for me not to swear on this podcast. Not that I want boxes of stuff. Um, but I want a few things. Like I wish I had a, a couple of Polly Pockets. So last year, Kyle got me one for Christmas that I had when I was a little girl. And oh I was like, my God. amazing. So now I have two and I had to like buy the little people to go with them. But which, by the way, a set of people is like 75 bucks. Where are you finding this? Like eBay? Oh, girl. Etsy, eBay. They're so expensive. Anyways, that is vintage. And I mean, you can use vintage in a lot of ways. But to me, vintage implies it's cool. And it was yeah. something that was like trendy and in an outdated building is like, not vintage. vintage. That was a gut. If you were gutting it, it wasn't vintage. <laughs> that's all I have to say. If you didn't want to preserve it, <laughs> that's not even historical. That's just like trash. Yeah. <laughs> she said the wallpaper was falling off the wall. She was oh, like, God. That's how we knew it was time. <laughs> oh, God. Like, and to oh. me, so great. Good question for you. To me, the when I'm searching for a new dentist, it's the vibe for me that sells me on them. I'm like, is this a clean, modern, crisp? Oh. If it's like paneling wallpaper, I'm like, and hard pass. I don't feel that you are a credible person to be working. That is my so mouth. funny. No, for me, it's all about the dentist, the person. Oh like, my I need God, to, I'm such an aesthetics yeah. person. Like to me, aesthetics <laughs> is your credibility. <laughs> if you can't make your place look good, Jamie is not going. I'm serious. I'm serious. You could have the best food in the whole world, but if your restaurant isn't a vibe, I'm out. That is so funny. No, like I don't want to sit there and have a meal in some nasty, not good space. Nope. I need to trust the person who is putting their fingers and tools in my mouth. I cannot. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's so funny. I, I want actually- a dentist. I can just like normalize listening to a podcast and like, don't talk to me the whole time you're in doing like just don't talk to me oh yeah i don't really love all the talking but i do like some talking because i like to know what they're doing again Mm. i don't like the dentist so like walk me through it don't give me any surprises also when i tell you that i have sensitivity i need you to like actually hear that and take action upon it (laughs) i don't keep doing what you're doing because it hurts i get that yeah also they told me that my uh uh, mandible, mandibular, I don't know, whatever muscles in your face is quite large because oh. I've been clenching. Oh, yeah. Don't you mouth guard though? No, I have retainers at night. Oh, that's right. Retainers. Yeah. 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 You might need to anyway, mouth guard. I, well, that's what she said. She was like, you know, you're going to have to do exercises so that you can mm-hmm. relax your jaw. And I was like, okay, one more thing. Add it to the list. I know. You're going to get TMJ problems. I know. I know. Anyway. 
Okay. I digress. What do you have on your list? Mm, I'm liking going off of your list. Oh, keep going. I, I mean, this is good. You've brought yeah. up the dentist crockpot meal. This has been great. <laughs> okay. I well, want to hear about the musical. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, it's kind of into the mom jams a little bit. So, um, last night, my mom and I went to the MJ, uh, show the musical about Michael Jackson. And I learned so much. Well, first of all, I don't know if you listened to Michael Jackson growing up, but I had his tape. Yeah, like my mom. I didn't, but I did because my mom was. Oh, I did because I had it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I had the tape. I would rewind, fast forward, play a million times. And I guess just loved his music and didn't really learn much about him as a person. But the play is about his life. And I learned so much about his life through this play. And it was, it was so great. They did such a good job. Um, what's funny is my friend who lives in New York, he told me about it and he's like, listen, you're going to go through this. The whole play is about his life and how he's creating the, um, his tour that he went on. And, and then at the end he, I don't want to ruin it for people anyway, just turn down the volume and come back in like 30 (laughs) seconds. Okay, spoiler alert. So if you don't want to know, come back in 30 seconds. Um, At the end, it's the beginning of the show. And so he comes up and then the lights go out. And you – well, in New York when my friend went to go see it, that was the end of the show. That was it. And he was like, I was so upset. Like here they are building up this whole show and and then it it just ends. So – they send out feedback forms after each show. And I'm assuming they listened to the feedback and other people had the same thoughts because he came back in the show that I saw for an encore. Oh, nice. Nice. And it was really good. It just like sort of ended the show. I think the way people felt comfortable, not like, wait, that's it? I just watched right. this whole show and right. that, that was the end? It just cut off. I mean, literally, he like comes out of this box and he's standing there, and then bam, curtains drop. Wow, bold move by the producers. Right? Yeah, right? that's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, it was so good. And then I was thinking this morning, like, I've really done my children a disservice by not having them listen to Michael Jackson, the Madonna, like the music we grew up listening to because of our parents. Like, I think there's value in that because there, we have memories of it. And so anyway, I, did I make my children listen to Michael Jackson on the Yeah, good call. Good call. I did. Good and call. I am planning for, um, I'm going to create a playlist for my group fitness class next week. Um, total Michael Jackson. Yes. Love a yeah. theme. Yeah. So anyway, it was so good. Highly recommend. If you have the opportunity, go see the play. Um, you know, I would say probably, well, I mean, nine out of ten. Nine, nine out, out of ten. ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you like Michael Jackson, do it. Even if you don't, like. Yeah, I think he's an icon. Yeah, he's an icon. Think- so you should definitely go. Anyway. Okay. Noted. MJ Musical. Um, okay, should we move into our business chatter? Let's go. I'm so excited about this today. 
Okay. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about the breakup. Now, I don't want everyone to think like, this is not a relationship podcast. You are correct. It is not. But we oftentimes spend our, our time talking about how do we network? How do we make connections with people? But we don't talk about the value of a breakup. So Jamie, I'm going to pass the mic over to you. And you want to tell us about your breakup recently? Yeah, I think I touched on this last week, but um, I was actually in a phone call just before this where I was speaking about it. Um, so yeah, this isn't a relationship podcast, but I think so many of like our clients and our business relationships, like you have to foster them all really differently and like everyone needs a different level of support and everyone like needs a different level of information from you. So um, yeah, we were we were working with, obviously I'm in the short-term rental property management and design business. And so, you know, we have over 120 vacation rentals that we manage, but we had this one motel and it was large. And I was just telling a client this morning that, you know, it was a larger lift for us and took more time for us than like our 120 vacation rentals combined. Mm. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And this is like, I tend to be someone and this has been, and like, just cause this would be such a good segue conversation, but like I have gained wisdom and I can think about moments, even when I was at Appalachian where I like acted impulsively and I was like, this is how I feel. And I'm going to respond to this email and say this. And, um, I have learned through, you know, as time has progressed that one, I need to sit on things. And especially when new opportunities come my way, I get really excited. I have really big ideas um, and I want to execute them, but I have come to an intentional point in my life where I'm like, one, business is at a really good place. I, my, my business is in really good hands. I have time to step back and spend with my family and to travel. And like, I'm not working 24 seven, like I was in the beginning. Um, and I think like every single time a new opportunity comes along, I have to very intentionally think like, okay, what is going to be the hour re- requirement for me? And if somebody told me five to 10 hours a week, I'm like, I don't have that. I can't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not willing to give that and sacrifice that five to 10 hours that I could be giving to my family or whatever it is. Like I, that's not, I have enough on my plate right now and I can't do that. And so it's really interesting how like when this client and I broke up, which it's totally fine. Like we still do a lot of other business with this client. Um, but you know, we just kind of reached a point where one financially, it wasn't making sense for the client to do management with us anymore. Cause we're doing remote management of a motel. That's a really big lift and like mm-hmm. not a lot of people do it, but it's expensive too, especially with the way that be still getaways does business. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would have made sense with someone else, but it wasn't for us. And so we had a great conversation and it was really hard and I was really sad. I felt like I was failing or throwing in the towel on something because I was like, immediately my head was like, this is going to look so bad for Beastle Getaways. Like, we're not managing this anymore. You know, like it's a bad look for us. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. And like my team was just so excited about how all of our bandwidth was going to increase, how it was going to increase and like what doors it was going to open for us. And like, Jessica, it has been so cool, the contracts that have come to us and like the projects that we're doing since that door shut. And even just, you know, I was talking with a potential client this morning who has some really killer units that he wants to hand over to Be Still Getaways. And I was telling him, you know, he was asking about bandwidth because our team is really large. That tends to be like a question that we get from clients that want to do management with us. They're like, 
you have a lot of units. Like, what's your bandwidth look like to be able to handle mine? Which is a right. very valid Fair question. question. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, it was just funny being able to talk to him and be like, yeah, you know, like that door closed. And then like all these other ones opened and like our teams, like all of our team is in a really good place. And I'm constantly asking them like, how's your workload? How are you feeling? Are we in a place that we need to hire? Like, is everyone good? Because hospitality is a burnout industry. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. So it's been it's been a strange, tumultuous journey, um, you know, and like we that being said we did such a good job on said motel like i i just like commend my team so much i told them i was like you guys did a fantastic job like we created some great systems and now we know that we can rock out a self-managed motel like yeah we did that but you know reaching the point where it was like we just it was sad but walking away and figuring out like is the bandwidth is, is your team okay? I would hate to sacrifice my team's mental health over, you know, something that ultimately oh, yeah. wasn't serving us. Well, I think you just, we bring this up obviously on purpose um, because I think ultimately we want to say like breakup isn't always bad, right? So it feels bad. You said that, right? Like it felt so bad. Like I was yeah. failing and I was not doing what I needed to do for my company and for the employees right. that work with me. But ultimately it's better. We've got more and different opportunities that can help us grow and expand. Our team's bandwidth is more available and freed in a way that's not just the work, but the mental capacity of it. Um, and so I think it's really important to constantly, and I say that like, it shouldn't be like an every hour, but maybe consistently be assessing if your relationships are actually fueling and giving you energy. Um, yeah. you know, I, and this ties back into my, my little moment over celebrations, but if, if you don't have people who are in your corner and constantly cheering you on, then probably that's not a good fit. Right. Yeah. And it's not just about you, but it's about everyone else who also has to interact and be a part of this relationship. That's right. And I think that's a good point, Jessica, too, because it's like, and I always say this, I'm like, in the beginning of, you know, in the big, in the beginning of my business, I would have bended over backwards and done anything for any client that wanted yeah. to work with me because I needed, I needed clients to create my brand. And it's nice as you grow to be in a more selective space to be like, you know what? It seems like maybe we're not going to be a good fit, or it seems like you know this. If you want to do things that way, that just might not be a good fit for our company. And like that's a really empowering decision to be able to make for yourself. I think what you just said is so spot on, Jessica, and that like it's not just a you decision. And I think to have like a healthy team and to have a team that wants to stay with your company and to have a team that wants to to give a hundred percent to your company, like they have to be considered in these decisions. And it's like, how can you foster, you know, happiness and <laughs> a good working environment when things just aren't adding up with a certain client or a property, whatever it is. I would also say, I mean, I saw you in the beginning when you were like, yeah, you want to work with me? I'll take it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also when you said that, you also knew that it wasn't a good fit. So even when you're in the beginning and you know, and you have to take the business because you are establishing your brand and your business, take note of what doesn't feel right. 
because that's going to help you in the long term when you can, when you have the opportunity and the privilege to say like, no, this isn't a good fit. And I know this because I've had this before and I know what this looks like and how it's going to turn out. So yeah, I hear you that in the beginning, you have to take what you can get, but that can still be a learning opportunity for the future. 100%. (laughs) 100%. I agree. It's sad. And it's like, I mean, we're dealing with it now too. It's like just as you grow and as time goes on, you can't retain every single contract you ever had. Like things change, people's lives change, life yeah. happens. And it's like, you know, every time we get an email that's like, hey, we decided like we're not going to do this anymore. It's just like, it's sad. And it's just, you know, it's a reminder for me that this is an ebb and flow. Like we take contracts, we lose contracts. We take contracts and we lose them, you know. And the HR in me is thinking about employees, like same thing with employees, right? Yes. There is a breakup with an employee too, and it's the ebb and flow and it is sad. And maybe you feel like you did something wrong, but it might be the best thing for that person in their life at Mm. that time. So anyway. Good perspective. We we hand all that to Jessica. That's all that's really, that's really hard. The breakup doesn't always have to be bad doesn't always have to be bad. Yeah. Okay. Agree. It is what you make it. Like it's your mindset too. Yes. Like, and like you working through it. Like for me, I had to go on my own journey of like processing, processing with my team, like having conversations with the owner. And like it, it it's just if you have a bad taste in your mouth, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. But if you can like frame the process to be like, this can be healthy for our team. This is great. We're gonna move forward. This is gonna open other doors. And if you can frame it like that, like I just think it's easier to move on. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, okay. Really quickly, we talked. I talked about my mom jam, but I want to go back because you didn't give me a mom jam. What's your What's your latest and greatest mom jam? My latest as of this morning is, um, um, well, Michael Jackson just in general, but specifically Black and White by Michael Jackson. Really love that song. Solid. I'm just kind of still on a Taylor Swift bender. Oh. Um, because we have the movie coming up. We have the movie coming up on October 15th. So I'm just still like in Taylor Swift concert mode 24-7. And my sister and I are trying to get 2024 tickets. So I don't know. I just get in my car are. and I just want to listen to Taylor, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, are you into this hype about her and Kelsey? I just feel like we have to mention it. Yeah. Yeah. At first I wasn't because it's like, you know, I'm big reality TV girl. Like I'm like, I've been watching the Kardashians since I was in like freaking middle school. She really and has. That's not I a have. I, I watch the drop every Thursday night. So if anybody's watching the new Kardashians, like this new, this new Hulu Kardashians is so much better than E ever made it. Also, I feel like people are more, people are just like more transparent about life now. You know what I mean? Like people just generally are like, I don't know. Reality TV has gotten so much better as the whole mental health awareness has unfolded. So Kim Kardashian always says she's like the paparazzi and like publicity suck. It's like they will make something out of something that is just not even a thing. Like you hang out with somebody one time and they're like, oh my God, they're dating. So at first I felt like that's how it was. Like I felt like Travis Kelsey put out the – or what's – it's Travis, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 He put out this tweet being like, you know, calling her to come to his game and – um. I was like, oh, it's just like a cute little like banter call out. She's going to go, whatever. But now these images have released of them at like the after party the other night. Like, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's a thing. Kind of seems like it's a thing. Well, we'll have Jamie on that. Report back. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm here for it. I just want her to be happy. And I, this is going to be my last yeah. plug because I could, I could talk about this all day, but that's for like another another group. But I'm like, it would be so hard to be Taylor Swift and to be uh, such 100%. a big deal and to be such a creative. And I'm like, how do you small talk with somebody and just like <laughs> – like you're like, hold on, pause. I'm having a creative thought. I need to go get my guitar. Like how do you even like – how do you even like exist in a relationship? Like it almost just seems like you're just supposed to be this – I don't know. I don't know how she does it. I think it's I just, just imagine insane. she's probably pretty bored in conversations, but I mean. I, I how could you not be? I'd be like, cool, big whoop. I'm like a legend. Like, <laughs> get like me. Like, nobody is on my level. Nobody's on my level. How do you stay humble in that? God, like, I don't even know. No, I think, I mean, we could, we could go back and forth on this all day, but um, we'll save it for, we'll table that one too. We'll table that one too. Okay, table. All right. So some news in the biz world. Um, there's a lot of chatter about the in the car industry, they're striking, the labor unions. And so I was telling Jamie, like, I don't know that this really applies to you all, our listeners, um, as I would assume you'll probably have small businesses. However, I think it's really important um, as a business owner um, to be aware of what these things mean and why is there a strike? What, like, how can they do that? So I wanted to talk a little bit about the difference between a right to work state and an at will employment state. So a right to work is where the state has the ability to unionize. Okay. And people use these words interchangeably. Actually, people just use, I'm in a right to work state. And actually, uh, there's actually only 27 states in the US that have right to work laws in place. <laughs> so you should look up if your state is actually a right to work state. That means you have the ability to join a union. But Virginia and is an at will state, right? Well, let's, oh, I thought I had the list. Oh yeah, I have a list here. Let's see. Virginia is a right to work and an at will. Oh, interesting. So they can unionize. So because they're in a union, they are protected. The employees are protected by agreements that are created by the union. And when you opt into the union, you have to sign it an agreement stating that you are abiding by all of the laws of the union. And so the union is actually protecting the employees from the employer. So for instance, if you're in a union and you work a certain job, you're not going to go to your boss and be like, can I get a raise? It's not how that works. You go to the union and you say, Hey, I need a raise or I need different benefits. And they go and advocate for you to the employer. So that is the tension right now with the car strike, um, that the union is upset with whatever benefits they are not getting because they're not getting certain things that they want. And so they are striking against the employer or the companies to get what they want. So I think it's really important to understand right to work state and at will employment states or at will employment status states. At will employment is you're at will. You can leave your employer at any time and your employer can fire you at any time without mm -hmm. cause, with or without cause. 
So that's important to note. And that should be included in your offer letters, right? Like you should say you have at-will employment, you can leave with or without cause, employer can terminate with or without cause. That's all I wanted to say about that. I like that. I, I, I mean, I never knew anything about that until started working with Jessica with HR and um, she puts it in our offer letters and um, yeah. And when we're like, what should we do about this employee? She's like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you really can. I mean, if you don't have a job for them anymore because you're restructuring, you know, it's at will employment. And it's unfortunate sometimes, especially in small businesses. I think that there's oftentimes a lot of transitions and um, it can be hard. And when you work for small businesses, you should know that going in. Um, but also I think why side hustle culture has really amped up recently, because there is just this like uncertainty. There's a lot of businesses that are laying off and just, you know, the employment is uncertain and people have to pay bills just because they don't have a job. Doesn't mean that the bills don't come. Yeah, that's right. So, um, I also found this article and it is the best cities to start a career. And to be honest, I was going to ask Jamie what the top three are, but I just shared her. I shared the document with her so she has, she can see it. But like, okay. And I would have said Washington, D.C. And it's not even in the. Right. Okay. So the top five are uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Orlando, Florida, Salt Lake City, Utah. Like I would have never put that in the top five. Anyway, Columbia, South Carolina, and Tampa, Florida. And they are based on a score, professional opportunities, and quality of life. Atlanta doesn't surprise me. I feel like Atlanta's such a hot spot. Yeah, I feel like everyone goes there. I don't know. It's funny because my scope is like we – I have a East Coast scope and thinking about like so many of my friends work in big corporate and it's like where do they all go? Where do they all live? It's it's just funny. I mean like Raleigh and Charlotte are big ones for us too. Oh, really? Well, I feel like so many people go to Raleigh. Yeah. The article says, we examined each city based on 26 key metrics that range from availability of entry-level jobs to monthly average starting salary to housing affordability. Okay. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then the next five are Charleston, South Carolina, which I don't understand because that is not an affordable city at all. Miami, Florida, also not affordable. Austin, Texas. Minneapolis, Minnesota. It is really cold there. Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania, oh, and that's the top 10. Listen, I think I've already said this a hundred times. I freaking love Pittsburgh. Don't sleep on Pittsburgh. You have said that. I love Pittsburgh. It is so, it is so cool. It is such a vibe. It's so fun. Like I never, I'm always like, oh, Pennsylvania. I'm not going to lie. Sorry for everyone in Pennsylvania, but I'm always like, what's happening in Pennsylvania? I used to live there. Okay. But I'm like, what fun is, fact. what's happening there? But I've gone to two shows in Pittsburgh in the past year and like where I've gone for like two or three days in the city. And I'm like, Pittsburgh is a vibe. Like, I love it. I love it. I've I will always been, choose Pittsburgh will- as, a, as a concert destination because it is, it is a fun city. 
I will add it to my list only because of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll okay. go. We'll, we can hit Beyonce there next time. Okay, I'm down. Austin, okay. Texas. I love Austin. Have you been to Austin, Texas? I've been to Houston, but like, I mean, I want to go to Austin so bad because Austin is like, it's such a vibe. Like, it everyone is. goes there for bachelorette parties. Like, it looks so fun. The food scene looks amazing. Yeah. 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 So I was surprised. Atlanta, number one. Look at you, Atlanta, doing the most out here. ATL. I mean, like, we don't even hit a North Carolina until. Oh, Richmond's on there. 26. Wow. That's I'm really sp- interesting. I know. Oh, DC is 23. Will you send me that? Yeah. Send me that link. Yeah, I will. Anyway, very interesting. Okay. Well, I digress from that. Um, what else do we have, Jamie? Oh, I know. I really love to talk about It Takes a Village. And I I need to say one quick story and then we can we can peace out. But my friend was just talking about how she doesn't have family around to help. And it's just like very frustrating for her. And well, first of all, I told her, I was like, don't spend energy in that because it's not helpful. Figure Mm -hmm. out how you can engage your village and Mm -hmm. who is that? So Mm -hmm. I told her, like, I have two friends of mine that live in the neighborhood. And if I called them and said, Hey, can you pick up my kids from school? Without a doubt, question anything, they would drop what they were doing and go pick up my kids from school. And I just feel like you really need two or three people like that in your life Mm -hmm. that can help you, even if you have family around. Like, it's really important for you to feel like you can depend on people in your life. And it's hard to build relationships to get to that place. But also, We've created, my friends and I have created or have had conversations about like, this is the responsibility. Like I've said, Hey, if something weren't happening to my kids, can I trust you to go do this thing? And they have both said yes. And so I think a part of it is to like, ask the question, Yeah, ask your village to be your village. And I know that sounds so ridiculous, but ask them to be your village. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I think to like further, because um, Jessica and I both live in like neighborhood developments. Um, and I think that like, don't sleep on a neighborhood. Like mm. and for me, my big, 100%. this has been my favorite place I've ever lived being in a development, like having a kid, like invest in your neighbor relationships. I like similarly, a, a mom across the street, our kids are like BFFs. They just go back and forth between each other's houses. And same, I could be like, can you take Rory? You know? And it's, um, you have to try though. And I think that like you really feel deep community when you try to engage with your neighbors and like have relationships with your neighbors. Um, and there's so much value to be had there. Like I love that. And I've never felt that before until like now in my life. And like, I love it. I love the road that I live on. I love my neighbors, but you have to try. That means like to try in the beginning, sending a text and you're like, I don't really know this person, but like I'm going to hang out. (laughs) I know. I know. On the next on the next podcast, I will on the next episode, I must say, uh, I will have a segment where I talk about different party ideas Ooh. that I'm gonna host yes. this year. I've been really putting a lot of thought into this because I like hosting at my house. And so and I invite my village to my home 
and we just get to be together. It's literally two hours and they all know that by 9.30, 10 o'clock, yeah. I need to leave my house because I need to go to bed. <laughs> God, I could talk about this all day. Yeah. So anyway, I guess I didn't talk about how I engaged in my village this week, but I, I guess I did. I talked about, you know, yeah. motivating a friend great. to – do that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Please put parties on our um agenda for and next week. Yes, 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 yes. Because okay. I'm planning Rory's birthday party right now. Oh, perfect. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in. That concludes this episode of Mom Means Business. We're so excited to have you listening. We will see you next time. Thank you. That's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business podcast at gmail.com. Connect with us on social media, share your experiences, and let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, And remember, you are unstoppable.